0: Welcome. Hey, guys. <laughs> We're back. Stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That wasn't
1: overkill at all. No, it wasn't. That
0: was very, that's actually how I'm like, that's that's how I normally talk. That's kind
1: of like to see right. you in real life.
0: I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> up, Haley? <laughs> you <laughs> remind me of like one of those
1: radio uh, DJs or what do you call it? Yeah, DJs, I guess, for. where they have, and they have like the big cowbell and stuff. I can't oh, with that. Yeah. That's overkill. It's so annoying.
0: If I, we all wear masks, right, when we go out into society from time to time. I suppose, to yeah. To an extent, you know what uh-huh. I mean? To protect ourselves. Yeah. And I would have to say that my favorite mask to wear is over the hill DJ. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I think I only have a mask like at nighttime. In the like this, this is real right now.
0: This is well. Me. You, you. The goal is is to get as real as you possibly can.
1: I but, don't know. But, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like me real just looks like me really lazy and tired.
0: Yeah, you know what? It, it's so crazy because it's like what is the real you? Because mm-hmm. with so many things from our parents, from mm-hmm. everything, personality and everything like mm-hmm. that, it's like, what is the real you? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what, what what's your what's your mom and dad's, like, neuroses? And some people would be like, oh, well, it's just a, it's all those things make up the real you. But it's like, it makes you wonder, what is the actual uninhibited real personality of Haley Ray?
1: Well, You'll never
0: know, but fully. I,
1: yeah, but I feel like, uh, I don't think that exists because it's like who you are is like an amalgamation of all those people and things and experiences combined.
0: I don't know. I, I guess it's wh- kind of what you believe about life. Like I don't believe people, whenever they're born, they're just like a like a blank canvas. I do believe that somebody has a really distinct – Self. Oh, you think they already have like mm-hmm. t- I think they have a self. Really? Yeah. But but that also kind of goes into, you know, yeah. like a spiritual thing, you know. Oh, but okay. at the same token, you know, like I think that I think that it's hard to find out exactly mm-hmm. what that is. What that is. Great Tuesday morning talk. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. <laughs> While you guys are in the car. Yeah. Yeah. We were actually just talking, bringing it on a lighter note, we were just talking about C D clubs.
1: Oh, yeah. So I don't know what a CD club is. Please enlighten me. Please enlighten me. I've never heard of a CD club. Like, okay, if I was going to guess, I would guess it's like kind of like an AV club. Like all the kids at school, like, well, not all the kids, like a group of kids in like elementary school get together and they like talk about their favorite CDs.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. So what this is is, okay. Do you remember Seventeen Magazine?
1: Yes, I do. Okay, I loved
0: seventeen. These kinds of magazines. I used to steal my sister's magazines, and it's probably in like other magazines too, because it had like, J fourteen cute girls in Cosmo it and stuff. Girl. When I was like in like you know first grade, my sister would give me her magazine that she didn't want anymore, uh-huh. and I'd cut out like pictures of like Nikki Taylor and stuff like Wait, that. Wait, who's Nikki Taylor? She was some model. Oh, okay. Back in the nineties.
1: I wonder where she is now.
0: I don't know. She might be on Skid Row by now. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of times, you 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 hit your fame peak and then you go crazy.
1: They're over it.
0: Um but anyways, you know, I would take these little center folds out. Okay. Center folds not like Playboy, but it was like a list of CDs on like a little thing and you could okay. you could you could mark 12 CDs mm-hmm. that you wanted. They would send a gigantic box of CDs to the house and you just had to buy one. So it was like 12 CDs for the price of one. Some some oh, wow. of the CD clubs you had to buy 5. There was BMG and Columbia House. Okay. You know? And I remember we'd get, like, a big box of CDs to our house. And my dad would be like, dad, gammit, son. Because, like, any average Joe could just send it off into the mail. Right. You know? Like yeah. like like a four-year-old could send it off. And they would send, like, a damn box of CDs to But wait, do you send, house. like,
1: a check with it or what?
0: No, you don't send anything. It was completely – they would send the box of CDs and be like, pay the piper now. It was, like, oh, literally making a deal with the mob or the devil. Like, they're like, well, you better give us that $14. And what
1: if you don't pay for it?
0: They come and kill your family. They, like, it's like the Punisher. You walk in and your family's just laying in a pool of their own blood. Like, would that, like, go to
1: collections or what? You should have
0: bought that Smash Mouth album.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now, you're an all-star. That's the one song I know. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Great sexy time music. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do if Adam was like, hold on, let me set the mood. And everything was perfect. He had rose petals out and everything. He had chocolate box. Then all of a sudden on the stereo, he's like. (laughs) "What's
1: that all-star. It's like. And he
0: starts unbuttoning his silk shirt. <laughs> I,
1: I would, I would assume he's joking. Yeah, he would be joking, but
0: no, he was like dead serious. And then when he, he you you ran out, he like started crying. He's like, "I prepared this for you, so heavy."
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I would like have to take a strong look at our relationship because I would realize like he's I don't really room. know this man. <laughs>
0: like. You'd be like, he doesn't understand social cues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, sometimes I think I don't understand social cues, but yeah.
0: This is the thing though Yeah No you would You would buy that So I would get A lot of different At that age You just like Whatever's on the radio Like
1: how often did you do these These CD clubs I did it
0: two or three times You know Oh wow So you got like Forty
1: some CDs
0: Yeah like I had I remember one time I ordered like P.O.D. Uh, What's that They they were a band Oh okay uh, Chumba Wumba. Remember Chumbawamba? No. They had this album called Tub Thumper with a baby smiling on it. Yeah. And they had that song like, I get knocked down. Oh, yeah, I know I that song. Yeah, yeah. I remember my dad, we were in the car, and my dad turned that song on. He goes, see this, son. He goes... This song has a real good message to it. It's, like it's about not giving up. But really, it's about hitting on a girl at a bar, and she keeps saying no, and you keep coming back. Is that,
1: that really it's about, what it's about?
0: It's a very rapey song. Oh, wow. He's like, takes a whiskey drink? He drinks a soda Drinks. And oh, yeah, and you're and right. And remember, it's like, piss in the night away. He's oh, yeah. like this drunk guy that's like <laughs> literally coming back. He's like, hey, can I have your jumper? And she's like, no, get away from me, you oh. creeper. And then he's like, hey, you want to come home with me? And it's like, I'll get knocked down, but I'll get up again.
1: That's awful. Yeah,
0: it's pretty. Yeah. that's probably what made this whole Me Too epidemic was the Chumbawamba. <laughs> yeah,
1: when a girl <laughs> says no, it's like put, just give up, walk away.
0: All of a sudden, that song starts playing through their head, like I get knocked down. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Chumbawamba album and put a hashtag Me Too over it.
1: Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah, those so CD, CD clubs. clubs. Okay, yeah,
1: all right. I like think they kind of have that now with like Disney DVDs. What you
0: still buy DVDs?
1: No, I don't. But I've, I've the last time I bought a DVD, like inside was like a flyer, and it was like a Disney DVD club, and but it was like you, I think it was a one time thing, and then they send you like all the Disney DVDs ever, but it was really expensive. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a few hundred bucks. Yeah. But you have get every Disney like cartoon DVD ever. Crazy. Yeah, I know. it was really tempted.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love Disney movies. It's me too. I really do like them a lot. There's there's something that I have a love hate thing with Disney.
1: Me too. Me too. Because there's a
0: corniness about it, Uh but then the movies are so good, and I like those two D Disney movies too. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the originals,
1: of course. That's my favorite. This is my thing with Disney. Like I grew up with that brand. I love it. Like I grew up on the Disney princesses, and like. Going to Disneyland and Disney World and and that whole deal. And it was just magical. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought Disneyland was the happiest place on earth. And then when I became an adult and then when I worked for them, I found out that, like, that's just not the truth. It's they've got some dark secrets behind them. And
0: what, really?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like not a good company to work for. Really, really, really bad. Secrets. They they treat their employees really bad. Yeah, do I think they have like, like a...
0: Korean children lowered into a well or something. No, but like, like specifically,
1: their... like on Disney Cruise Line, for example, it's like where I started. They are like really underpaying all their workers, and most of their workers are from third world countries, other than like the actual performers.
0: Yeah, I'm just like laughing it's people like, in like the engine room and stuff. Like
1: they don't even see like light of day. It's crazy. That's
0: creepy. It's like the happiest place on earth. And then the door slams, and then I just picture this guy with like a twisty like mustache, and then <laughs> he's got like a whip, and he's like, "Keep making Mickey Mouse dolls." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh no.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'm not a fan of. I'm a fan of the brand, not a fan of the company and their policies and how they treat their employees for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, a lot – it sucks because you hear about all these great companies. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, they're doing like really awful stuff. Like I don't know much about it, um, but the way our iPhones are are put together, like Mm -hmm. supposedly like a lot of people are dying.
1: Based what? Off of,
0: like yeah, the way iPhones are put together, like the stuff that they use to make your iPhone. Um I need to like look it's into giving you cancer? No, no, no. Well that. But or the people like, who make them. The people who make it. Yeah. Oh, like
1: people they're dying in the it. factories.
0: Well, not not necessarily that. Like I'm gonna sound very ignorant because like the, a lot of our listeners are gonna be like, oh, uh, duh. Like, but the, no, the way that uh just look it up. Look it up the way your iPhone's made and, okay. and how screwed up it is, you know. Really? And I haven't actually looked it up, but I had a girl like, yell at me one time because mm-hmm. I didn't know about it. And so that probably made me not want to look it up just because she was so aggressive and abrasive about it. I but hate I was when like, people do that. Yeah, because like, I'm like, you're not just, arguing your case. Just
1: politely well. enlighten me rather than, like, instantly attacking someone. And expect
0: me to know things. And it's like, see, this is the problem with Americans. You guys are lazy and everything like that. And I know? always
1: get that from other women. Like, I don't men don't do that to me, but women do that no, to there's, me.
0: No, there's guys who do that, too. Oh, really? Okay. There's it, it, it's, it's people, and I think a lot of those people don't even really care about people. I think that they yeah. want to tell people what they're doing wrong it's actually narcissism a lot of times
1: oh yeah for sure because
0: what do you do when you see a homeless person in front Mm -hmm. of you and nobody's looking and you don't get a chance to argue with anybody do you help them Mm -hmm. and and there's no reward there's no glory behind Mm -hmm. it you know do you still help them or are you you know just trying to argue with people
1: right right of
0: course yeah that's my litmus test
1: yeah huh
0: You know, Mm -hmm. but people be crazy. Crazy. That's actually what we plan to talk about Yeah, let's talk about it. (laughs) You want to talk about it?
1: Sure. Like what makes a person go crazy? crazy? What makes them crazy and what makes them go crazy?
0: Yeah, Haley Ray and I were actually talking about this. What is the, what is that? There's a chasm, and it's like so, so, so. You know what place is perfect to explain that chasm is Venice Beach. Literally, <laughs> okay, Venice Beach is like California's dustpan, like every single person It's like there. all
1: walks of life.
0: All walks of life, but mostly bearded guys who look like Santa Claus strung out on heroin.
1: Yeah, really yeah. good people watching.
0: Oh, great people watching! (laughs) Great, great people watching. But then it's been gentrified, so there's these really nice houses. Yeah, right. So it's like the king's castle, and then right from the moat, there's like a guy in like you know brown sweatpants, Mm -hmm. like literally like eating dog food outside (laughs) of the apartment, just like making barking sounds with his fingers. Yeah, there's
1: little people who like will like sleep on the beach under their little little tents made out of like a blanket and a stick.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's
1: crazy. But then the properties are so expensive, and it's just. Yeah, it's I don't know.
0: It is really weird, right? Like yeah. everybody there looks like they're hanging out. Uh, like a, it looks like they still think that the doors are going to come back and play an encore. Like they just <laughs> came and waited out the concert. It's like Jim Morrison's been dead for over forty years. Yeah,
1: I no, I mean, but I had to admit, I still love going there. Like I love going to where they had like that big skate park, and I see like like a six year old girl just like ripping it around that that. Thing that looks like an empty pool and these skaters are amazing and then there's a group of guys that are like these really good dancers and there's some really cool art but at the same time there's like a ton of homeless people and drug addicts and people with all sorts of problems under the sun that once it gets dark i'm like oh i don't feel safe here anymore
0: oh totally and they're very territorial mm-hmm. like in venice mm-hmm. i host uh trivia there on mm-hmm. monday nights at this place called surfside and one time i made a joke i said Venice Beach is basically a bunch of dudes on longboards shooting up heroin. <laughs> and like like they're <laughs> like exactly are people, it. Oh, that's exactly what it is. But yeah. people got offended. It touched oh, yeah. a raw nerve because it's like this is our place. Right. It's a very small town feel with a beach, Uh you know, like locals and stuff like that. it's crazy
1: because if you walk just a little ways, like you're suddenly in Santa Monica and it's like
0: way nicer. I hate Santa Monica. (laughs) Why? I hate Santa Monica. I think of it, it's like white people on bicycles with fanny packs (laughs) and they all look like the same guy. You know, like that that, that look like somebody just walked out of Master Cuts. They're like a Sims character. They've Mm -hmm. got their hair parted on the side and they're like walking and like... And all the guys. girls
1: had the same highlights.
0: Yes, there's it, literally
1: a, like a, a way of getting your highlights done that's called like the Santa Monica highlights.
0: Yeah, that like if Hitler designed a video game, like it literally like oh, they all God. look like they would live in Santa Monica. <laughs>
1: that's <was> extreme. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I mean I like Santa Monica. Like I, I guess I'm still kind of. I mean I'm not new to California, but I haven't been like, what's the word?
0: Like, Co opted.
1: Like, no, like I haven't, it hasn't like ruined like my, my thoughts on LA and like Santa Monica and all the tour series. Like I still love going to like the pier.
0: Hollywood Boulevard?
1: It's, you know what? Well, mm, Hollywood Boulevard is like, I, I love going there if I have like friends in town from like Canada. who have never been and I want to show it to them for the first time, but I wouldn't go there on my own and like hang out.
0: Hollywood Boulevard is just a bunch of schizophrenics, like, shitting all over the celebrity stars. (laughs) It's
1: like it's so sad because people who aren't from here, they're like, oh, Hollywood Boulevard. And and they're like, yeah, I'm coming to Hollywood. And they make it sound so glamorous. But, like, Hollywood, like, that area is actually, like, the least glamorous part of all of L.A., I would say.
0: I feel, though, like, the thing I like about Hollywood Boulevard, even though it's gross— is it's almost like prophetic, like the, the the homeless guy's crapping on the stars because it almost keeps yeah. the celebrity ego in check. Like it's like <laughs> you worked so hard <laughs> to at get getting everybody started. to love you, and now there's like some guy that's like probably didn't have a nickel in his pant pockets that's just literally making a frosty on your star. I
1: heard you could buy a star if you have enough money. You can just buy a star.
0: Uh Yeah, but still, that that's proof that you worked your whole life. Right. You know what I mean? Because you have that kind of money, you of know? course, and and you literally. Did yeah. all this stuff to get there, and now there's literally like a, a bum-shaped frosty machine just uh-huh. hovering above your star, you know.
1: <laughs> Gross.
0: Making a swirly I actually
1: did the stupidest thing this weekend. I forgot that the Oscars were on Sunday, and I had friends in town from Victoria, from my hometown, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, like each day we wanted to do like a different touristy thing and like show them L.A., and so the last day we had planned to go to Hollywood Boulevard uh-huh. and, you know. Uh, So I could like see the stars and we're going to do like Madame Tussauds Wax Museum and like, you know, see all the creepy people dressed as like Mickey and Spider-Man and Batman and and all that shit. Um, But yeah, we show up and it's like all blocked off and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And lo and behold, it was because of the Oscars. So we had to park like a mile away and then we walk in and I was like, okay, well, we'll just walk around all this stuff. But literally the whole thing was blocked off from like Hollywood and Highland where like that shopping center is. All the way down to Madame Tussauds, like that exact area that I wanted to take them to. I couldn't show them any of it. Mm-hmm. And we spent like an hour getting there because of traffic. And then an hour trying to walk around all the police and all the people. And yeah, it was a big waste of our time. So we ended up giving up and going to Mel's Diner in West Hollywood.
0: Mel's Diner is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like good. Swingers. That was fun. Swingers is my favorite diner.
1: I've never been there. That's someone the over by um, La Brea? Uh,
0: like swingers. by the by by CBS? I actually don't know which one it's off of. But I think it's yeah. by CBS
1: Beverly, right?
0: CBS Beverly, maybe, possibly. Okay. I, don't know. I haven't been. But yeah, like going back to that thing that we were talking about, what do you think makes
1: Oh yeah, sorry.
0: Oh no 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 no, it's fine. It's I like attracted. the fact that we go on rants and everything. <laughs> uh, but but like I really I really, really want to talk about this today. What do you think makes somebody crazy?
1: What do I think makes someone crazy? Um You like mean makes them makes go me... crazy or go what? crazy okay. and,
0: and I'm talking about where it's really – and that's kind of a – it's a spectrum, right? Yeah. It's almost like how people say, you know, like autism is a spectrum, right. you know?
1: Um, go crazy. It could be like multiple things. It could be like you lose everything. Like you lose your family, lose your friends, you lose your money, you lose your home, you um, Yeah. Or it could be like, so like you get so deep into whatever your art form is. Like you're just obsessed with it. Like, you know, those crazy artist types and they just kind of, they go too far and then there's no coming back and it's like not even art anymore. Have you met those kinds of people?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You really kind of just, I I feel like I needed to hear that because it's like sometimes people get so self-indulgent in what they do. Uh You know what I mean? That it just becomes so pretentious. It's like you literally glued styrofoam to a piece of cup and then it's like, and you're talking about how it represents the Cold War and it's like, shut up.
1: Yeah. I can't with that. I can't with art like that.
0: I I actually hate, like I hate museums.
1: Have you been to the LACMA?
0: No, but like when people talk about paintings and everything, I feel like it's a bunch of uncreative assholes just nodding their heads. Like, (laughs) I really don't like art.
1: Adam and I went to the LACMA and it was like super busy this day and we were just like looking around we were more interested in people watching the people in the LACMA than actually looking at the art because most of the art, we were like, what is this? Like Some of them were just like canvases with like paint thrown at it and I was like, I could have done that. Like a five-year-old could have done that and why are we all like admiring this art Kudos to the people who get it.
0: Because there's got to be somebody it. out there who really gets it. But I'm going to be. That's the great thing but does about turning – that. Make
1: turning, me shallow if I don't get it. The main thing
0: I think about turning 30 has just been like I just totally stopped pretending to understand stuff like that. Yeah. For me, you know what I mean. Like when yeah. I was in my early 20s and everything, I was like, I don't want people to think I'm an old cultured idiot. Now I just indulge in that TV dinner mentality where I'm like, I hate poetry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I hate it. I'm like, I hate, I hate art.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> hate all the things.
0: Yeah, like I might as well just have like, you know, a tool belt around my be- around my body, you know. So,
1: what about you? What do you think makes a person go crazy?
0: Uh Let me think about that for a second. I think that like, I think that like when people need attention, that's almost like a substitute, like like this is going to sound very stupid and very Uh self-helping, but I think attention is a substitute for connection. I don't know if I've heard that before, but it's like, like when, when people like need like attention so bad, it's because they've been disconnected from From a lot of people, like people that are homeless. I think what happens Mm -hmm. is you like lose your house and then everybody's walking past you. Hey, can I have a little bit of money? Okay, yeah, sure, is everything. And you have these social skills that you've had for survival since the time that you've been a kid. And you're like, yeah, I can I have a little bit of money? And then people are like, oh, yeah, sure, you know. Like they believe your story, Mm -hmm. you know. Like I've ran out of gas before. I had to ask somebody for money because I was broke Uh one time. I've had to do that one time. I was able to do it eloquently. I was able to like talk, connect with this person and explain to them what was going on. But then what happens is a day later, you're a little grumpier. You've slept on the street. Uh, you're you're not as clean. Yeah. You didn't brush your teeth. You start looking crazy. You start looking a little, a little mangled and everything. And then you kind of stop caring. Yeah. Because it's like you go home and recharge behind a closed door. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you literally can't do that. Uh-huh. when you don't have a house. Yeah. So you're kind of just like, you know, hey, um can I blah 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 blah. And then you finally like after a while people are walking past you, ignore mm-hmm. you. Oh, they're crazy. To where it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like yeah. a mirror flipping and it's like, it's "Oh, it's a spiral. Maybe I am crazy." And then like all of a sudden you pick a baby up out of the stroller and mm-hmm. like throw it in the it throw it in the air. <laughs> like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> well, because they start to feel like ghosts, like no one sees yes, them. Yes, it's like
0: the sixth sense, Yeah, you know, to but where it's like they don't even know they're
1: dead. They don't acknowledge. it They don't even know they're
0: crazy. Some of them don't even realize it. Aww. And then it's just some guy
1: being like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, I feel so bad, but like... It's a hell on earth. I've been in that situation a couple times, though, where it, they were like, oh, I need money for gas. But it would be like really late at night, like 3 in the morning, and no one's around. And I'm just like so scared I don't want to get out of my car. And, like, I only mm-hmm. have a card on me, so, like, I have to do it for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just yeah. didn't feel comfortable. I was like, no, like, I'm not going to get out of my car. It's 3 a.m. There's, like, no gas attendant. There's no one here. Like, mm-hmm. how do I know I'm not going to, like, get attacked or, like, get, like, kidnapped and put into, like, some human trafficking ring. Like,
0: oh yeah. it's scary,
1: you know? It and is scary. I had this happen a couple times, too, like... Um, so I like, I have a thing where like, I can't stand like waiting in lines. <laughs> like I have no patience. So if I go to go to the bank, I love to go like late at night when there's no one in, there's no lineup for like the ATM, but it's also like kind of dangerous. And so this happened to me a few times now where like, I'll go to a bank and, um, there was this one, it was on like, uh, Doheny and, um, Pico and, uh, I would go and then like, while I'm there or whatever my car's you know sitting there with the hazards on like a van will pull up or like an escalade and some lady gets out and she's got like some weird like bogus story and she's like saying that uh like some family member hers is in the hospital and like they just need some money for a hotel and they're out of town and like all their cards aren't working and it's just like Really, really weird stuff, and I'm just like so uncomfortable, and I'm, and she's like, yeah, like I've got to go get something from the car, but it seems so sketchy because it's like this big Escalade. and I don't know who else is in there, and like all the right. windows are tinted. Like, <clears throat> have you ever come across this before?
0: Um, I haven't had that per se, but I've had some things before. I listen to my gut in yeah. these situations. It felt like,
1: oh yeah, something's really wrong here, and I've had this happen to me twice, and I've had yeah. other girls tell me they've come across like the exact same thing, like going to the bank late. It's like some weird sort of scam. Or I'm like, are they going to try and kidnap me? Are they going to try and rob me? Like, what is it?
0: Right. Well, I can usually – I don't know what it is. Call it, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. But, like, I, I know when somebody is really being sincere. Yeah, you could tell and she I, wasn't being I get, sincere. I get mad uh-huh. when somebody isn't being sincere, and uh-huh. they do, because that ruins it for the people who do need help. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I'm usually pretty good at spotting bullshit. Like, sometimes there's a lady mm-hmm. who uh, – like, there's a lot of people who bring their kids, uh-huh. and they're like, hey, I do this, and they use their kids to manipulate. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's like, they're on one hand, it's like they might really need money, mm-hmm. and, and and they don't have a babysitter or whatever, so they have to bring their kids with them because it's a survival thing. But there have been times when I was, like, in Ralph's parking lot one time, and there was this lady, and she had her daughter with her. Mm-hmm. And I bought her daughter something to eat, but, mm-hmm. like, like, I was like there was just something that they're like, she's like, you don't have any money? And I was like, no. But there was something about it that was so manipulative. Yeah. Like, But I, a lot of times drugs make people do that yeah. too. I'll give like people addictions. food,
1: but I won't give them straight up money.
0: It depends with me. Sometimes yeah. I will. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Sometimes I will give them money. And I'm like, you know what? It's not my responsibility what they do with it. So I, I feel, feel like they're like, going like to use it I, for drugs. Yeah, but they're going to get it anyways. And so it's like, to me, I'm like... It's it's just the act of giving sometimes that's important. But mm-hmm. there are some people that I do get that gut feeling reaction, like don't give them any money.
1: Or like have you seen them? You, know? you know the people that stand like um – Like at the entrance and exits to highways, and they've got the big sign that they're asking for food. I always notice like right before Christmas, like December 1st, suddenly there's way more of them out there. And Christmas shopping and they've got their kids with them too. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like it's
0: Yeah. Well, they don't want to be the dad who doesn't get the new Xbox. So you gotta respect (laughs) that. (laughs) So messed up. Yeah. I never got an Xbox ever. Hey, I I actually got the video game systems and, and really that will be the happiest that I've ever gone. I think that's <laughs> it. why people go crazy is because we don't have that uh, release of serotonin in our brains okay. anymore. That's yeah. why people do cocaine. They uh, capture that feeling of opening up an Xbox. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I think, though...
1: Was there ever, like, a toy you really wanted but you never got?
0: Um, Let me see. Or, like, anything or somewhere you really oh, wanted to yeah, go? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 the thing is, is, like... My mom and dad were very, very strict. Uh huh. Mine too. Um, and I had OCD at a really young age. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> and um, when I liked something, uh-huh. I didn't have a lot of friends. I was very awkward. I was picked on. Yeah. So <laughs> when I liked something materially, it was like an OCD thing. Like I had to have it because that was what I connected to. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whenever I was a little kid. And um, I would go around and I would wrap the stuff I cared about in tape. Right. Like it was a way to be able to protect it, like a psychopath, uh-huh. you know, like a, a, early stages. It's of like a you're laminating se- it. Early stages of a serial killer, you know. I would just write, wrap <gasps> every single thing in tape. And I remember my mom and dad were very strict on a lot of things, like um, – they wouldn't let me watch certain things. Like I could watch violence, you know, if somebody's getting their neck snapped, most of the time that was okay. But like if they said, if they said shit, hell, damn, fart, you know, like they were like, yeah, they were very strict on like bad Uh language, sex and stuff like that. But violence was totally cool. I wasn't
1: allowed to watch um, South
0: Park. South Park, yeah, my parents didn't know about it. So I ended up getting (laughs) to watch it. But basically when they wouldn't let me uh, buy something, I would like, Sob, Like it was the end of the world because oh, wow. it was like this huge thing. And I wanted this game.
1: Uh-huh. This is what I think. Like you wanted them to buy it for you. Like it was their yeah, money. Yeah, for,
0: for Christmas. Okay. When I was a little kid. There was a video game called Redneck Rampage. <laughs> and uh, my mom was like, okay, I'll get you Redneck Rampage for, <laughs> for Christmas. And I went and I looked in her closet
1: uh-huh. to
0: see – Like, if she had bought anything, (laughs) and I saw, I saw
1: such a bad kid. You're like trying to find out. I saw Redneck
0: Rampage in the closet, Uh and then my mom goes, Honey, she goes, I didn't buy it because the guy at the video game store said that they drink, they smoke, they cuss, (laughs) they shoot people's legs off while they're cussing. (laughs) Like, so my mom turned it back, and I like cried for like three days. Oh my gosh. And it was like, not like spoiled brat cried. It was like, I felt like I Sad. needed this thing to be a complete person. Like I have a hole in my heart and the only thing that can fill it is Redneck Rampage for PC. I
1: have to ask, you always do these different voices for your mom and dad. Do your mom and dad actually sound like that? It's it's a little exaggerated, but okay. yeah, Okay. Like we need to bring them on the podcast. I want to hear their voices.
0: Yeah. If, well, if they ever come out here, you know, my parents aren't real open
1: okay. when it comes
0: to like discussing the shit like we do. Okay. But, you know, it'd be probably a very conservative interview. You know what All I mean? Right. That's oh, okay. I would, I would still do it. Though, you, know? <laughs> you could, like, entertain them and everything. I just, like, want to meet them. Like, I need to hear their voices. Yeah. I love my mom and dad. But, yeah, yeah. they're very Southern Bells. Yeah. You know.
1: I think, like, I'm trying to think if there's anything I ever didn't get that I really, well, like, this is unrealistic, but, you know, the movie E.T.? Yeah. Like, I wanted an E.T.,
0: like, I thought he was uh, real. You cried that
1: he wasn't real. <laughs> uh, and my one of my mom's, like, students, like, actually made me, like, a ceramic E.T., like, painted it and everything. Uh-huh. So I hope that's still somewhere in my family home because I really loved that E.T. And then when I finally gave up and I was like, okay, I can't get a real E.T., <laughs> like, then I wanted a hamster and I wanted a whole...
0: That was a substitute for E.T. Yeah. Did I tell you the story? Was a hamster? A hamster? No.
1: So I literally, like, I'm quite... um. I don't know if the word's manipulative or like, uh, or convincing, but I went on like a whole campaign about why I deserved a hamster and I would make like little posters and like draw like shitty little pictures of hamsters. And I put them in like every cupboard, every drawer in the briefcases, like under the pillows, like in the fridge, like anywhere I got, <laughs> like every door covered the open. There was like another one of my little campaign posters of why Haley Ray deserved a hamster. Um, but yeah, I actually ended up getting a hamster. So that one worked. Um, but yeah, no ET. And I also really wanted a unicorn and, and oh never my gosh. got that either.
0: When you were a little kid, that's one of the benefits of going crazy again <laughs> is you go back to wanting ETs and unicorns.
1: Yeah.
0: You're like, I can get it. You're like, I can get it. I, I mean, those days when you were like such a little kid, I remember there was this kid
1: uh-huh.
0: that I was in, uh, I was friends with in kindergarten and I really liked him a lot as a friend, but mm-hmm. I also hated him what um like i i was very analytical as a little kid i remember he had like a really tiny mouth his mouth was like the size of like a silver dollar or like a quarter and he would shove oreos into his mouth and you would see like the spit strings oh i hated that i
1: hated that and i remember that's the gross i
0: remember like i was like i was like a little kid and i was like i I was watching him eat yeah and i i remember thinking the thought going i hate him i don't want to be his friend anymore i was in kindergarten i was like I was like, he doesn't deserve to be on this planet. I had a thing no, about kids who
1: would like eat um like chips or cheetos and then lick their fingers.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: that made me want to throw up.
0: Or like the kid who like the <laughs> the person who like licked the frosting. Just oh off the top yeah, of the yeah, cupcake.
1: yeah. I hate that. It's like don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I wanted that. to
0: like literally just like <gasps> like put them in just the witch's the furnace of Hansel cupcake. and Gretel. Yeah. Yeah, just eat the thing. You be don't gross. need to lick
1: the frost. Or they lick the frosting off the Oreos. Like yeah. that. oh, that made me sick to my stomach. And like it sucks cuz when you're a kid like you can't you can't just be like okay i'm going to leave and go eat my lunch somewhere else you have to stay in that classroom you have to stay there in the
0: kindergarten and it's
1: torture and then you can't eat because you're watching someone with boogers so on their gross.
0: nose just like lick <laughs> frosting off the cupcake and it's like
1: oh so Gosh nasty. if you were
0: my child I would have yeah. given you up for adoption when you were five. <laughs> I, I see those early gross things. Maybe
1: this is why I don't like children. Yeah like, like
0: they're nasty. <laughs> they're like gremlins. Like they oh, get like it's so gross. You think they're cute at first but then all of a sudden there's just stuff coming out of their head and like yeah. it's just like you sick little thing.
1: Yeah like or like going to like a kid's birthday party and then like you know they give out the, the cake or the cupcakes it's like I most oh, kids like Forward to that, and I was like, did not like that. Like, oh, you're like bringing back like harsh, harsh. Yeah. Well, anyways,
0: (laughs) this kid, and he had like he he would like he breathed really heavy when he talked and collected baby babies. Okay. Like he literally sounded like a pull starter motor while he was breathing. He would just be sitting there, and I'd be like, "Dude, like he had like."
1: He didn't his have throat, asthma.
0: I don't know. His throat was like caked in snot, and he wore like these big. He was a big kid. He wore these big tie dye shirts and uh-huh. like open toed sandals and like <laughs> yeah. collected beanie babies. He basically was like was like dressed like a hoarder, you know. And then I remember <laughs> I'm
1: crying. You're laughing so hard. He's <laughs>
0: And then I remember he came up to me Uh and he, like, we were sitting there and we were watching Pinocchio and then he was like, and I go, I looked at him like just very matter of fact and I was like, hey, you know that, uh, um... This can really happen. Like, your toys can really come alive, right? Like, I said it, like, like, and I believed it. And he goes, uh. he goes, I know that. And then I remember, he goes, uh, I wished upon a star one time. Mm-hmm. We were in kindergarten. I don't know why I remember this. And then I was like, what did you wish for? He goes, I wished for a pencil.
1: Yeah. And he
0: goes, and then next morning I woke up and there was a pencil there. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I miss those days when you had that gullible imagination uh-huh. to where you would just believe in that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, when I was a little kid, my grandpa was making this little manger thing, Mm -hmm. and I told him. I was, like, hovering above his shoulders. I remember he was like, go away, would you?
1: Go away, would (laughs) you?
0: Because I asked him if he would, like, I gave him these two pieces of board because I told him to tape wings on it. Because I thought the thing would, like, get up and would just start floating.
1: Did you, like, when you were that young, like, say, first grade, were you, like, aware of, like... Which kids are kind of, like, smart and which kids weren't and, like, kind oh, of would, like, select yeah. your friends. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, one of my best friends to this day was yeah. s- such a dumbass. He didn't know the difference between black and purple. Yeah. He put his left shoe on his right foot. <laughs> like, he was completely useless as a human being. Yeah. Oh, dear. And yeah. I remember one time I was a goody two-shoes. Mm-hmm. It said there there was a problem. It was a math problem. We were, like, yeah. in second grade. And it said there are nine fish hiding in all. Mm-hmm. Two Or it said, no, there, there are four fish total. Two of them are hiding. Mm -hmm. How many of them are not hiding? And then I remember (laughs) I I asked him, I go, what's two plus two? And he's like, four. (laughs) And then I go, so two are hiding and two aren't hiding. How many are not hiding? And he, like, grabbed his forehead like this really heavy and he goes, nine.
1: (laughs) I can't. Oh, my God.
0: I still remember
1: that. Oh, that poor kid.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I um, I was like the new kid when I was in first grade. Like my family moved to Victoria, and so like all the other kids had like uh-huh. kind of already done like preschool and kindergarten together. So it was it was kind of weird coming in because like you know everyone already knew each other. Um, but there was another girl who was she wasn't new, but she her family had been away in like Costa Rica and they just come back, so she was s- semi new too. But I remember I just clicked with her right away. Her name was uh was Caitlin Schultz, and she was like. Just super smart. Like I remember she could already read and none of the other kids could read. And like she was also kind of like OCD perfectionist. Like I recognized that even at uh-huh. like age five or six, I could recognize that she kind of like thought the same way I did and her brain worked in a similar way. And like, um, yeah, I showed it to her. I actually like, I don't even know where she is nowadays. Like I've lost touch with her. But um, yeah, I just it's funny like thinking back to like that young to be aware of those things. And I wonder if like other kids were aware of that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Or if they were just, like, going with the flow.
0: Did you know you were going to die when you were a little kid? Um, Did that register to you?
1: That did register, but I wasn't, like... I wasn't living my life in a way of, like, oh, my gosh, life is so short. Like, now I live my life that way, but I don't think I... Back then, it was, like... Because you're not in control of your life at that age. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I definitely remember... It didn't dawn on me until I was starting, like, second grade that, like, school went on for, like, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I kind of just got roped into it because it's like, oh, kindergarten, yeah, it's, like, fun, half day, and then then you're in grade one, and it was like, okay, cool. And I remember asking my dad, like, so when do the numbers stop? Like, when do the grades stop? You know what I mean? And, like, um, they're like, well, your school goes to grade seven. So I thought it went to like seven and then in second grade, I remember hearing about like high school and I was like, high school, what the fuck is that? Like, and then I, all of a sudden it dawned on me, I was like, oh my God, I'm stuck here for like 12 years. Like I'm stuck in school. Like it just felt like forever to be, yeah. to have to go through that. And it was like, I was mer- feeling very angry. Like no one asked me, like, I don't want to do this bullshit. Like I didn't realize like you had to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Did you ever have that realization? Like suddenly you're just like, wait, I don't want to be here.
0: I have to. Yeah, I remember. Well, but it was later though. In high school, I wanted to drop out. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Because I already knew that I wanted to be a comedian. Like I was doing comedy Mm -hmm. in high school and I was like, I want to drop out of here. Oh, yeah. But I didn't have that. Like whenever I, whenever I was like a little kid, like I never had to be like, oh my gosh, this is just going to go forever and ever and ever. Like I didn't think that, but like I remember thinking... Like, I'm gonna die. And I remember I used to cry all the time when I was a little kid about <laughs> yeah, the fact that I was like, people are you die. To this? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. it was like so like horrible this to ends?
1: me. Yeah. I like, know. it was so
0: horrible to me and so scared. And like, I would freak out. Like, I would cry. The main thing that I cried about was, like, I wouldn't have my movies forever.
1: Wait, what?
0: Like, you wouldn't own them, you mean? Yeah. I wouldn't own them forever, like those VHSs and oh. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just what hoarders do, but they're like yeah. 40, you know, yeah. and they don't get over oh, that. Oh, totally, totally. You know, but like it's an early sign of hoarding behavior. I'm a
1: little, I'm like know? a hoarder with my clothes.
0: Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. It's weird. I used to be so materialistic and it's mm-hmm. like the level now, I really don't give a shit about mm-hmm. anything. I like having a car because it gets me from point A to point B. I don't need to have like physical copies of anything. Like, you just need supplements. I, I like <laughs> supplements a lot. Yeah, yeah. I love them. I know. But I really don't need, like, anything. Like, if all my clothes burned up, I'd be like, that sucks. But I'd be, like, fine. Like, I really don't care. Yeah. About I would be, of it. I would be fine,
1: but... um I would then like, you know, just start rebuilding my wardrobe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a little different for a girl too. You know what I mean? Like clothes are clothes are more important because there's more emphasis put on like your image and stuff yeah. like that than there is for men. I know this is
1: weird. You like know? I just have so many clothes and I don't like re wearing my clothes. Like yeah. I do this thing where, um like, every time I wear something, it goes to, like, one end of the closet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I don't let myself, like, rewear any of those clothes until I've worn all the clothes. So then when I get to the end, there's just, like, a few shitty clothes left that I don't want to wear. And that's, like, what I force myself to get rid of. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, I don't want to. I don't know. Like, for some reason, I'm really bothered by that. Even though other people won't remember what I wore. Like, I don't like re-wearing clothes. Like, in in, like, a year. I know that sounds crazy, but.
0: Yeah, it's no, true. it's not crazy. I mean, I still wear the same clothes from high school. Oh, I, me too. Me too. <laughs> I, I do because I, I, I just wear whatever's convenient. All my clothes are dirty, so I'm wearing these pants that an ex bought me. She used to always buy me clothes. I don't mm-hmm. know if she like hated the way I dressed, but she <laughs> always buy me clothes. She's
1: trying to like make you stylish.
0: Yeah, she'd buy me like flat-brimmed hats and stuff like that, and I'd be like, that's not me.
1: What's a flat-brimmed
0: hat? A, a flat-brimmed hat, like a hat where the bill isn't bent at all.
1: Is that like those ones that like the like the the
0: bill just goes straight? It's black... not it's not bent. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? It's basically the difference between how white dudes and black dudes wear their hats. <sighs> white dudes, you know what I mean? They bend the bill. Oh. Black dudes, it's just straight. You
1: mean like the okay? Yeah, yeah. Like the ex girlfriend was to black wear. though, so
0: that makes sense yeah. that she tried to slowly pretend I wasn't <laughs> white.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't like those hats either.
0: Well, it's not that I don't like them. They look great on some people. It's mm-hmm. just not me. You know, yeah. it's like there's. Like, if I started wearing one of those hats, which I tried to wear this for a little while and then mm-hmm. just made me uncomfortable, flat-brimmed mm-hmm. hat. But um, if I started wearing those now, I think people would just think I'm going through a midlife crisis. Because <laughs> 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 I'm 31, you know?
1: I always forget you're 31. Like, I feel yeah. like you're like 27.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, I think most. Uh, I asked some girl. I asked some girl out the other day uh-huh. while I was doing Postmates. Yeah, um, we were just talking about the movie Get Out.
1: Wait, you were doing Postmates?
0: I was doing Postmates, and then you and I asked was waiting her on out. the order, and I just I was just sitting on the bench, and I just started talking to her. Oh, she so she like she worked was, at she the she restaurant. Was, she was a hostess. Yeah, got you. Okay, and uh, she was like, uh, I, I was like looking at her. I'm like, she's probably like 25, 26. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Um, and. Uh, she was like, we were just talking about the movie Get Out. Like, we were having a good conversation just about movies. And then I was like, I was like, what's your number? I was like, we should grab a drink sometime. And so she was like, okay, cool. And then, like, we started texting. Uh huh. And she was like, how old are you, by the way? And then I was like, I was like, I'm 31. And she goes, oh, I'm 20. And then I was like, ooh. And then I was like, I was like, I did not know. I was like, I honestly thought you were like 25. But then she did like the 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 ghost face the emoji. emoji the ghost face emoji where it's like grabbing the cheeks like that Salvador Dali like picture of yeah. shock where it's like screaming. Uh-huh. And so I guess for her, like thirty-one was like this dinosaur <laughs> in her brain. And that registered to me where I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not a a man child. And and for me, I really I really like dating girls closer to my own age, like mm-hmm. 30, 31, yeah. above, you know, like yeah. late twenties, you know, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. But it's like she seemed mature. She was like I thought she was in her mid twenties. I don't she think that's herself. that bad. Of a it's difference. not it's not creepy or anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, technically 18 to 75 is legal. It'd be weird, you <laughs> it's know? Weird, it's legal. weird, but it's 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 legal, and it's, like, but at the, th- at the same token, it's, like, there's, that's that's still kind of young for me, 20, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I, it was just, it was more so on her end, the mm-hmm. thing that made me be, like, oh, I'm in L.A., and I'm just a man baby. I'm actually not as young as I think I am, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to wear that, that that screaming face emoji. <laughs> and then we just stopped texting. I think it's, like, a know? little
1: extreme of a reaction, but
0: yeah, but you know what? when you're twenty, it's like she can't even drink yet. oh,
1: yeah. Never so mind. You have I to forgot really, about that. you have
0: to really think about that, you know, So, yeah. from her end, it's like, oh, if you why, can't like
1: take her to a bar.
0: Why is this dad hitting on me? What's he gonna do? like <laughs> go belt like shopping for like Wait, cell phone belt? Clips why did and, she like, say like, she's
1: okay to going for a drink? Like that's her bad Probably because
0: she was attracted to me okay. because we had a good conversation. yeah, and we had a connection, so that's probably what it was. yeah. And so she's like, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. You know, got gotcha. you. But then it was like, oh, you know, on. she's younger. Yeah. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I remember when I was single, I um, I couldn't go out with anyone younger than me. Like they had to be older than me. That yeah. was like a weird I've thing. I've kind of or...
0: always been that way. Yeah, they had to be. They had to be the same age or older. Even in like high school, I would uh-huh. not date a girl that was grade below me for some reason. I thought that was weird.
1: See, I thought it, as a girl to date someone younger was
0: weird. Yeah, which yeah. I never had a girlfriend in high school, so that might be part of it. Oh, okay. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. so. But I was okay for them to go older. As old as like twelve years older was fine. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. But I usually didn't go that old. It was like one or two years older.
0: Yeah, it's weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's weird. Like it, age is like it, it, it's it's so weird because in LA you really do lose sight of it. it well, uh-huh. if you move here, if you're yeah. from here, you don't. But if you move here. We don't have seasons.
1: Yeah, we just pick an age, you just stay there.
0: I remember I did a comedy show one time at this bar. It was at a lesbian bar, but there was like a, oh there was a woman there sitting at the bar uh-huh. and it was like classic, like she looked like she dated a Dick Tracy mm-hmm. villain. Like she had like the sparkly dress and uh-huh. it was like covering her crotch. Uh-huh. And she had like sort of her, her legs kind of open. Uh, oh like, like
1: the slits at the like legs. The, yeah,
0: the classy, the classy 1920s jazz singer look or whatever. Like
1: Jessica Rabbit.
0: Yeah, she looked like Jessica Rabbit. Okay. And she was, like – she was kind of attractive. I thought she was maybe, like, 40 or 50. Uh-huh. But then she was, like – she came up. She goes, you're so funny. And I was, like, oh, she's older. She's just had a lot of work. She goes, can I buy you a drink?
1: <laughs>
0: and I was, like – at the time I was in a relationship, but I'm such a people pleaser sometimes. I was, like, eh, yeah, yeah, you can buy me a drink. So she was, like, sitting there. She goes, you're funny. <laughs> she goes, you're really funny. Oh, and boy. then she goes, she goes, how old do I look? And then, like – at. That question can get a drink thrown in your face if you say the yeah. wrong thing. So if I'm like, well, you sound like you're 92, but, <laughs> but you look like, you know, you look Hi, like smoker. you have the same plastic surgery as Wayne Newton. So I'm just going to say, <laughs> you look like you're in 40s. She goes, I'm 72, dude. Oh, dear. And then I'm like, oh. And then uh, my friend uh, Amir came over and he just whispered in my ear. He's like, hey, man. He was like, he, he was like you <laughs> He was like, "Don't break her back when you take her home." <laughs> and then, like, I was like, "Dude, I'm not going to. I'm just trying to be a polite gentleman." Yeah, you know,
1: totally. And
0: uh, so, yeah. she, she, we just had a drink and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, she asked me what I was up to. I was taking classes at the time. Mm-hmm. She goes, "She goes, what kind of classes do you take?" And I go, <laughs> "I go, I take Meisner classes in uh-huh. acting." And she goes, "Oh, Sandy Meisner." Like she like, this guy's been dead for a long time. <laughs> like she knew. Him. She goes, him. "He's still around." <laughs>
1: That's so bad. Yeah. yeah.
0: and then and then, and then I was like, you know,, uh, this lady is literally." Old. All of a sudden, you see one of those nursing home vehicles that just pulls up to the side. But it's scary getting older. Because like one realize- day that'll be
1: us. Like one day we'll be ninety two or whatever.
0: Yeah, and 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 so I've started to understand when I'm thirty one. I have empathy uh-huh. for people who freak out when they get older and start like putting their hair in pigtails when they're like eighty seven. Like, yeah. it's traumatic to look to look at yourself in the mirror. Like, yeah. I get why dudes get plastic surgery and facelifts and shit. Yeah. Like. I understand women, it. more. Yeah, I, I I get it. Like I used to be like, oh, that's weird. Like just embrace yeah. it. Yeah. But I there's a part of me that gets it. You know. I mean, I'm already yeah. halfway there. I bleach my teeth. You know. Yeah. So it's like. Who's to say when I'm like 50, I hope I don't look like a plastic figurine. And then it's like, yeah, Matt Jones has really bad plastic surgery. <laughs> and that's what people whisper about. You just leaves. have
1: to go to a really good one. If you're going to do it, you got to I mean, go the expensive know.
0: route. I eat really healthy. And I think if you eat healthy, you'll age gracefully, but still, you Hopefully,
1: know. Hopefully,
0: yeah. Um, gracefully. So. But it's still aging. It's just gracefully aging. And all those things can make you go crazy. Mm -hmm. My friend, his dad got a divorce. Yeah. And his dad was a really successful cop. And he moves into a trailer after that. And then he walks over to his dad's house one day and the windows open. And he hears like a really loud bass drop. Mm -hmm. And his dad is blaring the Marshall Mathers LP by (laughs) Eminem. His dad was like 50. And then his dad was like, just started coming up with all these kooky ideas. He was telling me like, Uh he was like, yeah, my dad was like, um, you know, he was like, I think I'm going to have like a Harley barbecue. I'm going to buy like a bike and Uh I'm going to have like a bunch of guys come over for like a barbecue barbecue. And we're going to do like <laughs> tattoos to each other in the backyard. <laughs> and then his dad picked him up one time in the car and he was listening yeah. to Nickelback. Uh-huh. And he's like, you like Nickelback, son? And then he he was like, uh, and he goes, I like them. They're pretty hard.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. Like
0: to where you just start going crazy. Yeah.
1: I think divorce you know? does something crazy
0: to people too. Well, I think breaking up. Have you ever, have you ever broken up with somebody that you loved and uh-huh. then you feel that hole that's there? Like yeah. you really like.
1: But it didn't make me go crazy. Oh,
0: I did. It I was did. just
1: like, uh, actually, yeah. if anything, it propelled me to, like, go do better work in other areas of my life.
0: Yeah, after it wears off, but, like, we broke up, and mm-hmm. then when it should have ended, I was like, you know what? This is too painful. Mm-hmm. I am going to make sure that we we stick this out for another three years. So we <laughs> we did and then it ended even more Wow, that was a little easier when we broke it off that time because we were both you know you're like I'm so, sick of you it was no i wasn't <laughs> i still loved her i still Aww. loved her you know i really did but it was just one of those things where i knew it was time because it was like my 29th birthday mm-hmm. and so was like 2 uh, years ago 2 years ago yeah and uh, it was my 29th birthday mm-hmm. and she drove me so crazy that i laid in bed all day and then I remember I picked on up the phone. On your birthday? On my birthday. And what did like, she what do? She, well, she was like making it about her, I felt like, at the time. It's I don't your remember. Birthday. It's my birthday, but still. Oh. And I remember I finally snapped from her so much. Mm-hmm. I put down the phone, and I just started screaming. Like, I felt like my soul was trying to leave my body. Mm-hmm. And I did the backwards worm on my bed. I was going, ah, 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 ah. Oh my goodness. And was like flopping on the bed. And then I picked up the phone. And she's like, are you Okay. And then I was like, no. And then we started like saying (laughs) crazy. That's a pretty extreme
1: reaction.
0: Yeah, it was built up. And then we started saying things to each other like, she'd be like, I'm going to go kill myself. What? And then I'd be like, I'm going to go rub my face on that rock. (laughs) Like that's the stuff that we would say to get back at each other. Yeah. And like, that's really Y'all dark. We went nuts though. Yeah, but we went nuts at the end. Like, yeah. It, w- it was just like, uh, it was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. like we just say say stuff. She'd be like, I'm going to go kill myself. I'd be like, you know what? Me too.
1: It, oh my god, Like gosh. that's
0: where it got really crazy. Yeah. And really toxic. And yeah. I've never been, and I remember she told me, she was like, we're turning toxic. And I was like, yeah, yeah we are. Yeah.
1: That was like my, my high school and into college relationship. We were together for like eight years and- and it definitely was, like, that. But it wasn't, like, just at the end. It was, like, the last two years were, like, bad like that. Like, he mm-hmm. would threaten things like that. And, and yeah. We never threatened each sure. other.
0: I never uh-huh. was abusive or creepy. Yeah. I, I've i never... T- still to this day, uh-huh. I've never, ever called a girl that I've dated a name. Like, yeah. I've never, like, directly yelled at her, uh-huh. you know? Like, besides that time. But that was more just, like, self-inflicted, you know? Uh-huh. I've never... Uh, Yeah, I've always had that, like that thing in 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 core but something can still turn toxic and who knows it can lead to that maybe if you get in the wrong relationship mm-hmm. guys, who knows maybe you guys start throwing dishes at each other and stuff when you're in a relationship that turns south yeah y- y- you lose yourself and everything that you say you will or won't do sometimes goes oh, out totally. the window so I, it's uh, like I'm not too politically correct to say that it could have turned crazy I could have went crazy on her
1: my friend Samantha you know? and I once got caught in the middle of a of a couple fight and this couple they were both models
0: mm-hmm. is in
1: Toronto And they literally, like, we were physically, like, in the middle, like, on the couch. And one was in the kitchen and one was, like, in the other end of the the living room. And they were throwing dishes and cups. Like, they (laughs) literally broke everything. That, like, the last thing they had left was this beautiful Disney candle. I remember us both saying, not the Disney candle. And then the one girl threw it and smashed on the wall. And it was, like, very traumatic. And I was like, I never want to be like these people, ever.
0: Yeah. But it's crazy, though. You don't realize what... But in marriage, though, it's like you know how the divorce rate's gone up. You've heard uh-huh. that, like, oh yeah, it, it used to not be. It's, it's like seventy five percent now. People used to duke it out, like, and then, it, but it was like we're committed to the marriage. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like you, you literally, this is, and there's there's something in that to where it's like scary mm-hmm. because especially if the dude's abusive, like a girl should always get out of that as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. But there's something that also is kind of cool about. Two people writing it out together because – you know, you're, you're, you're somebody that you're with for like 75 years mm-hmm. or however many years that you're married, you know, right. 40, 50 years, and it becomes your best friend to where you're just like, uh, some days you hate that person, yeah. but they literally become your best friend. Sometimes you probably don't even find them sexy. Yeah. You're like, but you know, this is my best friend and this is what it is. Let's make yeah. it work. Because relationships take work.
1: I already feel like that with Adam and it's only been like a year and a half.
0: You feel like you duke it out with him and stuff? Oh,
1: yeah. Like we, we uh, argue over stupid things like... Almost every day Yeah But it's like We are very healthy about it Like we acknowledge Like right away Like okay This is a fight Let's Uh finish this fight Like we never um, Fight and then just like Walk away That's not Like we just Decided early on Like that's not how It's gonna go We sit down And like pause Everything else in our life And we talk about it And we figure it out And then when the fight Is like complete Then we move on
0: yeah, fighting's healthy. I didn't know that because my mom and dad, I never saw them get in one fight. They mm-hmm. never fought in front of us. They, they, they tried to do everything too perfect. Uh-huh. And because they were so perfectionistic, I remember thinking, like, as soon as I got in a fight with a girl, I'd be like, oh, this isn't working. I'd yeah. be like, we're not working. And I that she'd be like, you know, people fight, yeah, you know. And I was like, I don't know that they do. <laughs> and then, like, I remember I whenever I went back to therapy, uh-huh. I told my therapist, I was like, my mom's perfect. And she goes, that's a problem. <laughs> she go, And I go, how's that a problem? She goes, well, it's a problem because, you know, you there is no such thing as a perfect person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but I'm, I just mean she's perfect to me. And she goes, you know, you cannot hold these girls to a, it's the same standard as your mom. Yeah, you know right? what I mean? It's like they're perfect. Like that, that doesn't exist. She yeah. goes... There just was some stuff that wasn't shown, you know. Well, that's there are a no perfect strange people. Strange
1: too, like you don't want to date your mom.
0: Well, I don't want to date my mom <laughs> yes. at all. No, but what I'm saying is, is, is a lot of times that's the blueprint for what you look for, and yeah, your mom is your okay. first definition of a woman. You I know, guess, yeah. I was never attracted to my mom. I wasn't like my <laughs> mom's hot. No, not that. That's creepy. <laughs> uh huh. You know, yeah. no, not at all. It, it's more. It's more though. Like that's a blueprint. You know what I mean? It's. Uh-huh. And you can change that blueprint, but sometimes you have to, like, work at it, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: So. Oh, boy. It's crazy people in this world, you know? There's all sorts of crazy. Crazy
0: people. You think you're crazy?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm just, like, really good at hiding it, and sometimes not so good at hiding it.
0: Yeah, you, you like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, I think uh, my crazy shows and things like... um, like if you if you come see my new place, like you'll see like I have so many clothes. It's crazy. Like I literally built an exterior closet that's like a whole wall. hmm uh-huh. And I know that's crazy. Like I have way more clothes than any human needs. And shoes. And in things like I don't know, like I have lots of artwork, but it's all like artwork that's like inspirational quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Like thing little things like that. That's how it expresses itself.
0: Right. It, it, but but it's like sometimes I wonder. Mm-hmm. When someone's in the really, really into self help, and I'm speaking about this from personal experience, mm-hmm. what nuttiness are they shoving down <laughs> through affirmations and, and positive thinking books right, and everything? Right. You know, because I, I realized it wasn't until I went back to therapy that I was like, I am like shoving down a ton of crazy mm-hmm. through Tony Robbins reading and, yeah. you know, all this different stuff trying to quote unquote fix myself. Huh. But it's like, I had a lot of trauma that I didn't, you know uh-huh. what I mean, like get to the root of. So it's like sometimes, not for everybody, but I think for some people, for me, uh-huh. I was shoving down a lot of crazy yeah, with self-help. Yeah. You know, and I'm still a proponent to think that there's a lot of good stuff in it, mm-hmm. but I'm more about therapy than well, I am about self When self-help. you say
1: crazy, no. do you mean like, um, like your own inner, like things that come out of you or like experiences you've had and like memories that kind of are stuck with you?
0: Um, I think it's both, okay. I think it's both, you know, yeah. like, I think that, um, I mean, nobody ends up crazy or even I don't even think mental illness happens on accident. like I think I think all that stuff comes from feeling disconnected mm-hmm. when you're a little when you're a little kid, yeah, you know what I mean? And I think that whenever you're disconnected for whatever reason as a little kid, it makes you nuts. But the good news is it makes you interesting because <laughs> you are scrambling mm-hmm. to for some kind of for some kind of like security underneath you. You know what I mean? Because it feels like the ground is always shifting, mm-hmm. like like an earthquake's happening below your feet. Yeah. So you're scrambling and that tends to make you an interesting person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I was hearing some interview where someone was saying, he goes, you know, I don't know one interesting person who isn't a little messed up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's like everything goes right. Mm -hmm. You're totally healthy Mm -hmm. and everything. And I had good parents, Mm -hmm. you know, but I still ended up crazy, you know. But the thing is, is like you – I don't want – to everything to have gone right whenever I was a little kid, because yeah. I would have ended up probably a lot ha- unhappier because it would have been eating a TV dinner right now, married to some girl named like Rose or Barb or something like that. She'd have on mom <laughs> jeans and everything, uh, and I'd I'd be like have a son named Gabriel, and then we'd just be eating like Cracker Barrel every Sunday after like First Baptist Church.
1: Oh no, you know, yeah, like
0: thanks, yeah, like I'm glad that you know messed up, you know, like I'm messed up a little bit because I get this awesome life right now,
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, even though I'm, you know. But I also think it's important to remember like you're not alone. Like I feel like most people, if you talk to them long enough, you'll find like they've also had like, you know, traumatic experiences or memories that, that, you know, like, and everyone always thinks like, oh, they're alone or woe is me. I'm so sad. But it's like everyone's got stuff you know and that's everybody something you does. can connect on
0: the, it is something you connect on but the dangerous part about it is is people act like they don't mm-hmm. and it not only hurts them but it hurts it hurts other people too because it's like other people are always like looking around and it's like oh you know it's like everybody so i think everybody is a little crazy mm-hmm. you know but i think that uh I don't know. Your brain get your brain is just a problem machine. You know what I mean. Your mm-hmm. brain is like it's gonna make up drama if you don't have any. Like you look at it right now, our lives are pretty good.
1: My life is like w- wonderful, honestly. Like I couldn't ask for anything better. Like I'm I'm happy. If I die today, it's like I died happy.
0: I always want more because I'm an addictive personality.
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: know which but, is wait. It wait just, uh, why
1: can't you just like stop and like look around and just realize and be like, whoa! Like I'm so grateful for all this stuff I have and like friends and family and where I live and my career, because like the alternative is like you could be a homeless person or you could be in yeah. Africa, like starving and dying of AIDS. Africa like it has
0: rich parts though. I know. I'm just using it as an example, like,
1: you know, somewhere poor in Africa, but I don't know. I just, I think about well, that all the time. I, I,
0: I do it. I do do that. And mm. I do have those moments, but I don't live there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I stop and I visit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that, that place of like, cause I try to, but it's like, do you believe it's possible mm-hmm. for people to live in that spot that you were just talking about?
1: What, to like where they mentally? just walk around? Yeah,
0: they're grateful all the time. Maybe it is. I don't know. Like, I, I think I it's want like to. it takes practice. I, I want to be there.
1: Yeah, you'll you know? see. Like, if you come to my um, St. Patrick's Day party, uh, I'll have like all these like different quote things, and I literally like read them every day as I'm getting ready,
0: and uh-huh. they're all
1: over, and it's like a little reminder. It's, Do you meditate? It's, like, practice. No, but I feel like that is meditation for me almost, or when I'm working out, like if I'm running, that's I love yoga, that's running. like that's like meditation for me.
0: I love running. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah.
1: I love so um, much fun. The, specifically this class they have at Equinox, it's called Precision Running, and it's just like a cycling class, but on a treadmill. And True. so everyone's got what they call their PR, which is like your personal... I don't know, running or whatever it stands for. But you pick whatever level you can, the highest level that of like speed you can hold for one minute. So for me, it's like an eight or a nine. And then they base everything off your PR. So everyone's got their own PR, but we're all going to do the same inclines. So he'll be like, okay, I want everyone an incline of five, and we're going to run for two minutes at um, like one below your PR or whatever. And then every uh, time you run, you only run anywhere from 30 seconds to two minutes. And you do it 20 times over 45 minutes. And then between each one, you take a break of between 30 seconds to two minutes. And so they're, it's like very calculated. Like they tell you exactly how long to run, how long to break, and um, how fast to go and what incline. And I, I really love the structure of that. And it's made me really love running. Because before, I didn't like running because I wasn't good at like pacing myself or knowing like, you know, when to run again or when to relax. So that's why I love that class. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Like working out mm-hmm. is like such. I, I notice it when I I haven't done it in yeah. a while. You know, yeah. like I ran for the first time in a couple weeks last night.
1: Where, where do you run?
0: I just run around Van Nuys. So yeah. you know what that that thrill of you know. That thrill of some cholo pulling up in a low rider. He's you know, about
1: to ask, do you feel safe? With his
0: teardrop tattoo and Paco jeans, shooting a machine gun oh. at me, just you know, really, really turns me on. So I start running. <laughs> <laughs> Makes
1: you run faster. Makes you run
0: faster. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I do yoga every day, uh-huh. almost I mean, four days a week. Yeah, um, just in
1: your in your place. In my
0: apartment. Yep. Yeah. I do the, the yoga that I was telling you about, Diamond yeah. Dallas Page. Diamond yoga. Dallas Page. Yeah, uh, Do you, like,
1: clear a little area and, like, put on a mat and stuff?
0: Put on a mat. Yeah, I do that and everything. And it's it's a tough workout. Yeah. But um, I do that, and uh, that's been really great for me. Uh Uh, I like running. I love running, actually. Yeah. You know, but I haven't done it in a couple weeks because I've just been doing that, and Mm -hmm. I don't have time to, like, work out all day. I'm not one of those people who spends three hours working out a day. Yeah. I
1: want to, and sometimes it happens, but I know that's, like, a big waste of my time. Well... (laughs)
0: Here's the thing: the purpose of working out. There is it goes in. There's two types of people who work out. There's people who work out to stay young mm-hmm. and healthy, mm-hmm. and then there's people who work out because they're like trying to turn themselves into like you know a failed science experiment to where they just have like so many muscles. It's like, dude, uh-huh. you got a bicep growing off of your tongue <laughs> now. Like <laughs> your muscles are too big. Yeah, you know. And I think that I think that when people fall into that category of. uh Uh, I don't know, just working out like all the time. I don't know that that's healthy. That's a lot of stress on your joints.
1: I like to work out to like look good and feel good, but it's not about a competition of like how fast I can run or like how much weight I can lift because... I don't care what other people think. I honestly would prefer that I was in the gym alone. Like I really – I get quite self-conscious about other people
0: like watching well, me work a, you're out. You're a girl too. So yeah. it's kind of – you get those creepy like buff dudes who are just like, ah, what's your name?
1: <laughs> yeah, I hate that. It's like I, I don't want to talk to Do you ever have m-
0: guys try to talk to you in the gym? Yeah, I
1: don't want to – and I look like this. Like I come with like no makeup on, like hair up. Like I don't want to talk to anyone. Like uh, Give me an clearly- example
0: of what they say to you because I don't go to gyms.
1: Uh, like just anything like, um, they'll just like spring up anything, like whatever's like on the TV in front of me, they'll start asking me a question about that. Like, that'll be a topic they'll bring up or they'll even ask like, Hey, do you want to like go get a. Juice at the juice bar, hey, or like you wanna a smoothie.
0: Want to go get a shot of wheat, wheatgrass?
1: Right. And it's just like, no. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Is I, that the first thing they say to you?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think like the first thing they say. Like, how
0: do they, how do they, or they'll, they, they'll like they ask something about you?
1: like, um like, a bit, oh, cool shoes or whatever. Like, they'll use whatever little thing <laughs> to start a conversation. Right. But it's like, I'm not trying cool to have. Shoes. A conversation. I'm here to like get in, get my workout and like get out. Like I'm not here to meet people. But, and that was my one issue with Equinox. I feel like people are there to, to meet other people. I'm, I'm not there to eat, to network. I'm there just cause it's a good gym.
0: I'm thinking of something, my friend, he's uh-huh. such a meathead
1: uh-huh.
0: and there's a gay guy who hit on him at the gym
1: uh-huh.
0: and he go he shows up <laughs> to the punching bag with gloves on. He's like, this gay guy comes up to him and he goes, I like your gloves. He goes, they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah. totally demasculated him. I mean, yeah. He said it made him mad.
1: Or like a lot of people like <laughs> to talk about like um, their nutrition and stuff or their protein. Like, I mean, I must admit, I did learn one thing about this, having apple cider vinegar. Now I always put apple, two tablespoons. From a guy of hitting al- on you. Yeah, I did. Now I always put two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in my um in my tea every morning.
0: Isn't that bad for your enamel? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I've I been doing it, it. I think it is. Really? Look it up. Yeah, because oh. I used to do it every day too. But I'm vain, vain, vain about my teeth. You okay. Know? So, but apple cider vinegar is some really yeah. great stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's
0: so. all. It's good for you. Yeah. Too. What does it do?
1: Uh, I think it just like it decreases like belly fat or something like
0: that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So he hit and on like you and like cleanses
1: that. your your I don't know insides or whatever. Well, no, that wasn't yeah. like his first thing, but we started talking about nutrition. And,
0: yeah, because you're and you're like not you're not like you're like very thin. But like that like if a guy came up to you uh-huh. and then you weren't as thin at the time uh-huh. before, and he's like, hey, he's like, you want to get rid of some of that belly fat? Drink some right, right? And right, and right. Like, that's <laughs> how he like tried to hit on you.
1: Yeah, no, no, it was uh, I try to remember exactly how the conversation. Yeah. was. this is a long time ago. Um. I think it was, like, after I'd finished, like, a precision running class and people were talking about, like, being sore and then, like, uh, protein and, like, the conversation just kind of went into
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about gyms? There's yeah. a lot of
0: people who go to, to to the gym to to do that, either to try to pick up girls yeah. or there's even girls <laughs> –
1: Oh, yeah, there's girls that go with, like, full makeup, they've got their false eyelashes on, they've curled their hair, the, and their hair is down, and they've got, like, a baseball cap on, and it's, like, they're there just to meet other people or to make, like, their Instagram
0: videos of them That's working funny. out. That's how I know a girl is not into me at all, girls who wear baseball caps. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's got their type and who oh. they draw in, but girls who wear baseball caps, I know I already know, like, because you already know what kind of guys they date. You they mean date. just in general or like to the gym? To the gym. Like, girls in workout clothes. Girls in workout clothes who wear baseball caps. Yeah. You know what I mean? To the gym. Like, <laughs> to the gym, yeah. they're They're looking for a dude typically who's got like a tree trunk neck.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that's You know,
0: like no. that's usually, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I see.
1: Yeah. It w-
0: doesn't mean I wouldn't try anyways. I would still I would still <laughs> pull back my arrow and try to shoot something, and, you know, but I know that it's probably going to bounce right off. Uh-huh.
1: You know? Yeah, I don't know. And I think there's like there, um, even like the people who work there, like the trainers and stuff, like mm-hmm. they're always coming over and like, th- that is part of like the, I don't know what you call it, like, Thing about Equinox is they bring you towels and they bring you like your smoothies or your juice or whatever and your ice water, and that's nice. But um, then they come over and they start like, you know, kind of negging you about like how you're working out. And just because they're trying to get you to book personal training sessions with them, and it's like, I don't want to be sold, like, I just want to work out. Yeah,
0: that makes Like, me if suffer, I want I the session, too. I'll just
1: fucking buy it. I'm not, I don't need you to come and like try to make a sale to me while I'm on the elliptical.
0: Yeah, salesman-y stuff is kind of creepy, uh-huh.
1: you know? Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, I'm a skinny dude, and I'm comfortable in that. I want to be chiseled, but I don't want to be buff.
1: You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, But, like, if I was insecure in the fact that I was skinny, let's say, uh-huh. and I was, like, just, like, lifting yeah. weights and everything, and there was, like, some buff dude that came over, and he's like, he like, hey, buddy, you want to get them chicken arms up? <laughs> you know? I'd be, like, I'd be like, dude, screw you. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would not want...
1: Not everyone wants to look like that.
0: No. Yeah. You know, but but I'm saying if I did want to look like that, yeah, and I was like insecure about the fact that I'm skinny and I'm like, I wanna be like Right.
1: A, yeah, a like buff, negging dude. you isn't gonna make no, it's not you not gonna make wanna me buy personal training. No. I'm no. gonna be
0: like, I have self-worth and then I walk away and flip my hair. <laughs> you know? Is your hair flippable? No, it's def- not not right now. Okay, I was gonna say right <laughs> now I've got a fast and furious haircut. Like which is funny because we're talking about being skinny, yeah. I've got the haircut that looks like I hide my mouth. While putting my arm up with the steering wheel, you know, oh, yeah, and leaning the, leaning back a little too far, and uh-huh. then I'm just competitive with everybody on the freeway. Yeah. You know those guys who, like, everybody's a competition? It's like, dude, we are all on our way to work in our Toyota Camrys. It's like, stop <laughs> trying to race us. Like, don't you have a job or something you got to do? Yeah. Like, you weird... Like those people, honestly, mm. I get such angry thoughts. I want to pull them out of their car and yeah. like just hit them with a crowbar. Oh
1: my goodness. Like people
0: who just tailgate and are flying in and out of like between lanes and stuff like that and they have a spoiler on the back of their yeah. car. Uh-huh. Like your car sounds like a weed eater. Like I, I really want to throw a Molotov cocktail through your window I and really blow don't like you off, off over the ravine. Yeah. I was yeah. um
1: I was shopping um well more window shopping on Rodeo on Saturday. With um, my friends that are from out of town, they you know, they wanted to see... Where from Canada? Yeah, they like wanted to go to these specific watch shops that I didn't even know of, but I guess they're like some fancy watches. And uh, I couldn't believe like, it's like funny because like the traffic is moving so slowly through that area. And the majority of it is like men in like their Ferraris and their Lambos and they just want to show up. And there was like one guy in particular that literally just kept looping the block in his Lambo. Like he just liked the attention. He wasn't actually trying to go anywhere. And we kept noticing it. I was like, why does that guy keep looping around? And he loved because like tourists would be like taking pictures of his car and stuff. Like he just wanted to show off the car. He wasn't actually trying to get anywhere. And that drives me crazy. It's like, yeah, it's. I don't like that.
0: I, I think it's just people who show off. Because uh-huh. really, it's like, you know what? Insecurity isn't even that bad. Mm-hmm. It's people who try to hide insecurity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody has insecurities. Yeah. I think that's the thing that really pisses people off. Yeah. Is people who try to hide insecurity. Yeah. It's like if you just came out and said, oh, my gosh, that makes me so insecure, which is actually confidence, uh-huh. by the way, because you're able to admit something. That oh, I say that at, all
1: the time. When you know? Things, yeah.
0: But, but the thing is, is like people who try to hide insecurity. Yeah. I think that's what really, and some people are really good at it. Or
1: when it. they're wrong and they won't admit it, like they deny.
0: Yeah. But I think that's what disgusts people. Like the person who's like, what's up? You know? And yeah. it's, like, just always trying to be yeah. – like, it's, like, that's what makes people uncomfortable to where, like, they're, like, I don't know why, but I hate them.
1: Yeah. I learned this, like, a long time. I do remember I learned it from or, or where I learned it. But just, like, if you put your insecurities and your failures and things you get wrong, your mistakes to the forefront and be, like, yo, I'm not perfect. These are all my issues. Then it doesn't leave room for someone else to attack you on those.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, do you Like, know when I mean? you're totally honest, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost – and it, it's hard but it's almost like it makes people respect you more. Well,
1: and then if they do attack you, know? you on it, it's like, so? Like, yeah. I already know. I already put that out there. That's not, you know what I mean? I have nothing to hide.
0: Well, that's the definition of uh, being cool with yourself. You know what I mean? To where it's like, you know, some people get that early in life. Some people never get it, you know?
1: Uh-huh, yeah. But
0: I think that's the definition of not being an annoying person because people who are okay with themselves mm-hmm. are usually a lot less annoying. Yeah, I hope Don't so. you think? I hope so, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if somebody's like... There's people who are okay with themselves, and there are people who you think are okay with themselves, but they're really trying to be okay with themselves. Mm-hmm. So, since they're trying to be okay with themselves, they <laughs> do all kinds of annoying things. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're you're scanning your brain right now, and you're like, "Well, there is that guy named Richard who like shits all over the place." No, like, I was thinking of like, self acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love I yourself more than anybody else ever could. I don't know that guy. <laughs>
1: that sounds real nasty. <laughs> I was thinking more like people who were like. Um, Name droppers and stuff, or like well, I have people pe- who like who do this, like,
0: uh, those people aren't okay with themselves. Like,
1: I have this guy that, um, like he'll text me and he'll be like, Oh, like I'm going to Madonna's Oscar party, like, am I gonna see you there? Like, why are you like it's just weird. Like, he's just trying to name drop, like, where he's gonna go. And it's like, I already told him like earlier that I was busy and I'm not going to any of these parties and I'm not interested in going to those parties, yeah. you know what I mean. And he still, it's like he wants to remind and then like send photo. It's just strange. It's like, I don't need that. And I barely yeah. know them. Yeah. It's not even like one of my really good friends, like in my, you know,
0: a is group chat of girls.
1: Him? I don't, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he is. I don't know. Maybe.
0: Because I'm not going to do that to a lot of my friends. It's just like weird. I wouldn't do that to anybody. And the thing about it is is that if that's the line that you're casting out, that's the kind of fish that you're going to reel in, so to mm-hmm. speak. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if you're always like, okay, I'm going to get this person to like me because I'm going to impress them. You don't want somebody who likes you for that reason. Yeah. Because it's like that person they is... They don't really like you. They don't really like you. Yeah, they're a shithead. They're just
1: impressed by your money or connections or fame yeah. or whatever.
0: You know? They, yeah. They're, yeah, they suck. <laughs> you know? So it's like, don't... That's why... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, guys... What do you think makes people crazy? Yeah. If you guys want to email us, Tell us, yeah. stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. Do you want to wrap up?
1: Um, I guess so. Yeah. I was, yeah, stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. Also, is there anything have,
0: else that you want to say? Did, did, uh,
1: we've got our Instagram up and fully running right now. It's called, uh, it's just at stressedoutpodcast, and our Twitter is at stressedoutpod.
0: At stressedoutpod. Pod,
1: yeah. Podcast was too long, so it's just stressedoutpod. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty easy to find.
0: Is there anything that else that you, you had that was a burning desire? Just, like, if
1: you share? have anything you really want us to cover, like, any topics or you have questions or comments, like, don't be afraid to DM us or comment on our, our photos and let us know, and we will try our very best to cover it in our episodes. Yes.
0: And then also, guys... Uh, what else could we actually say? There was something else, and I'm having a brain fart right now because I know I'm sudden. Tired. I suddenly, suddenly
1: got really very tired. hungry, and it shows I never yeah, had I'm breakfast.
0: I'm really, really hungry right now. So, guys, <laughs> we're gonna go eat food. I don't know what time you're listening to this, so yeah. hopefully, I'm not making you hungry at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm so sorry you know? if we are, but hey, disregard that, <laughs> disregard it. We're not hungry at all. You know, we don't eat. No
1: one's hungry, we're full. We're,
0: we're breatharians. Have you heard of breatharians? <laughs> yes,
1: that's, uh, that's a, a, a I heard so people died doing that. Is that real?
0: There are people who claim that they <laughs> never eat. There's some people who say they don't eat or drink water; they just breathe air, and yeah. that like that that allows them to be able to. There was water. a lady
1: who was like there was a whole article I read on. She was a breatharian during her pregnancy and said that that made her baby like super
0: healthy and smart and all this bullshit. And I was like, I don't believe that. That is literally that'd be far fetched for a Harry Potter novel. <laughs> Like that—that that is not like, a
1: breatharian. Like what? That's insane to me. Yeah,
0: I think I want to create like an online dating profile. Just be like breatharian, seeking breatharian, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to see like who who writes back. Uh, yeah, who they are. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous.
0: All right, guys. So okay. thank you once again, and yes. we are living la vida loca. Yeah. It is Tuesday afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank and you for listening. We are leaving.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for the ratings. Thank you.
1: Thanks for the subscriptions.
0: Yes, don't leave us a bad rating, okay? Please leave us a good rating. I hope that you don't try to do the exact same thing to where you're like, I'm rebellious, so I'm going to leave a bad rating. (laughs) You know what? If you are that, I will say leave a bad rating, and then you can leave us a good rating. Guys, leave us a good rating, please. trying to get the word out there, and you guys are awesome.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, boy.